Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. And I'm gonna spell it out for you. I'm not a good guy. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Hello, everybody out there. Welcome to Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. With me, as always, my co-host, Jimmy Moorcraft. What's going on, man? Nothing much. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. How you doing? I'm good. Cool. Not sure when I'll be able to get this episode online after editing, but it's being recorded after a big shakeup of the WWE brand rosters. Yeah, big shakeup. Oh, yeah. It was pretty uh, good, though. I was being sarcastic. We had some decent it was okay. alterations. It was okay. Nothing as major as the rumored AJ for Reigns switch. Yeah. In fact, no direct uh, switches or trades like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Monday Night Raw was all about the new superstars to Raw, and then that kind of gave some indication as to what would happen on SmackDown. Yeah. Like, for instance, Dean Ambrose, the IC champion, you pretty much configure... If he's being moved to Raw, well, then the other mid-card belt, the U.S. title, is probably being moved to SmackDown. All in all, the biggest moves were Ambrose, Miz, Wyatt, and Kevin Owens, I guess, right? Well, the New Day. And Charlotte. I think Charlotte Oh, and, Char- and Alexa, of course, was, Charlotte was, was and Alexa, big, of course. Big, uh... Okay, yeah, so it was a pretty eventful shake-up. I do well, wish we knew how exactly the trades went down. I wish we could be a fly in the wall in that conference room when the trades were being discussed. At yeah. Length. Yeah, they kind of but, braced um, us for that when just the concept of the shakeup is like a vague. Yeah, vague, like it wasn't like a, a way draft. to keep it vague. And no, think, definitely. And I think they didn't want us to think it was a draft, which leads me to believe that there will be another draft. I'm assuming really? not something like that. Yeah. So you expect this desire to be satiated of having the GMs like you want to see what their thinking was. You want to be yeah, able to just, say like, um, all right, so did you trade Miz for Kevin Owens? Do you realize those two are not equal? Did you trade the IC title yeah. for the US title? <clears throat> yeah. Or I feel like this was the draft or whatever for the year. Like, yeah. I think these are the rosters we're looking at till probably at least WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm just excited for, I guess, the next draft. Not that I'm not happy with these. <laughs> but, you know, that I tells like you all you need to know they, about they this They did draft. a good job with making the draft when it first happened, the brand extension draft, they called it. Uh, I, I just like the way, you know, there was a network special and it felt important. And I just feel like they structured it really well. And this time they didn't use the term draft, so I couldn't expect that. But um, I don't know. They kind of hinted at the idea that these moves were specific strategic trades or whatever that the GMs made when they had Kurt Angle mm-hmm. tell Sami Zayn there's a lot of interest on the SmackDown Yeah, and side. I think I wanted more of that. A few more backstage segments to tease possibilities or to, you know, drive the point home. Yeah, I'm with you. Flesh out what's happening. I just wasn't expecting the superstars to just, like, show up. Yeah, although I did think that made it a pretty exciting episode of Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, really. I think that's why they did it. I think they wanted a ratings pull, because I was expecting on Monday Night Raw only for, like, Daniel Bryan and Kurt Angle to be, like, on stage, like, that was shown in the graphic, announcing their decisions. You were expecting the show to, like, start off with them. Yeah, so I think they did it this way to pull it over for ratings on SmackDown as well. So it's like, oh, who's going to show up on SmackDown? I think that was their choice, which it worked. Yeah, SmackDown had a big rating Over 3 million viewers, so uh, it was successful. You know, I'm just just a complainer. So you were, uh, (laughs) that's what we're here for. 
because that's how they did it. The original draft last year, right? Was they yeah had the, they had the yeah. each side represented. Yeah, it didn't um, even need to be out like you know in front of people, like maybe like a backstage room or something. You know? Yeah, generally speaking, I'm with this idea. I want it to feel more like sports, kind of, because that's really what it's supposed to. Yeah, and that's what they succeeded like. with the last one. Yeah, I thought. Uh, yeah. The more they kind of define what dictated the switches that happened, the more it feels like a sport, which they didn't really do. Right. But so no Roman on SmackDown, no AJ on Raw, my one foot out the door tights theory. (laughs) Totally shot to shit. Yeah. (laughs) And then another way to look at it is the uneven mixture of heels and faces. Yeah. Um, The team that moved to Raw, Slater and Rhino, when that happened, I was thinking, okay, so R-Truth and Goldust to SmackDown. Right. Whereas then we got the New Day. Yeah. Talking about doing it the way you said, there's absolutely no way to justify Slater and Rhino for New Day. Because if they were to say, all right, you know, we wanted uh, Charlotte for Alexa Bliss, that would have elevated Alexa Bliss in a major way. Slater and Rhino, there's no way that New Day (laughs) and the Shining Stars are equivalent to... Oh, and the Shining Stars, yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, they're not really. No, they're not really. But uh, pretty uh, <laughs> good. So, yeah, that you know, it, it was just a bit of a logistical problem. It is what it is. It yeah. Is. Um, I doubt they even know how they did it. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, just real quick on the note of Charlotte for Alexa Bliss. I know you're a big Alexa Bliss fan, but you have to acknowledge that at the same time as it would benefit Alexa Bliss to trade her for Charlotte, people could argue that it could take away from Charlotte a little uh, bit. I don't know about just that. Going the by their, just got, going by their well, accomplishments I mean, yeah, in, I mean, over the course of the past year on their respective yeah, brands. I mean, Alexa's still a two-time champion. Uh, I don't think it would have been a hard sell for the fans to buy that, personally. Right. You're not wrong, but I just think that with never the wrong. way Alexa Bliss has, you know. Yeah. But yeah, very exciting for Alexa Bliss. I, I like the the shakeup of the women's division because it's enough of a change that the shows kind of feel like they have places to go that yeah. aren't already treading old ground. I don't. All the old familiar places. I guess we could just talk about the women's division now. We're talking about. No, the women. yeah. Let's, um, let's talk about. It. I don't think I necessarily agreed with the Mickey James switch. I thought that was kind of out of left field. Yeah. Um, she I feels understand. Feels like a SmackDown star to me. Yeah. Alexa Bliss was like, I want to put all that drama behind me, and I feel like that may be a feud that continues onto the Raw brand. Yeah, definitely. But the whole point of the shakeup is for new feuds to happen. Yeah. So I would have Alexa automatically jump into number one contendership face Bailey. I don't think she would win, but again, we're all envisioning, at least I am an eventual Bailey Sasha Banks match where Sasha turns heel. Yeah. And Alexa and Bailey would be like a holdover until that while simultaneously putting over Alexa to the new raw audience. Cause she's immediately in title contention. Right. Yeah. But now with Mickey James there, I just feel like it doesn't take away the spotlight from Alexa. I just would have put like maybe Carmella and not Mickey James just to, um, and because Alexa another, and Carmella haven't spent the last three to four months directly involved with each not other. Not only that, when you look at the tag teams and the women, there isn't an even number of heel and faces. Um, right. Mickey James is a face, I think. Yeah. It's actually hard um, to determine. I think she is. Because Alexa is a heel, and I'm assuming that when Mickey turned on Alexa, they wanted that to be a Their intention was that turn. she would be good from that uh, from If that it was executed, forward. that's a different story. But I think that was their intention. Yeah, and that's why I guess I'm having a hard time yeah, agreeing uh, yeah. to that, because that's why I questioned Mickey it. was just trying uh, to get a title shot. But she shot. can that's be not... a good face if they oh, yeah. her up. Undoubtedly. Whereas Carmella, even though she's a heel, you do have Enzo and Cass staying on Raw, so Carmella could have, you know... Yeah, now that she spent some time on her own building herself up, I don't think it would have been a hard sell for her to turn to a face. Yeah. So there was an even dynamic. Um, but, you know, yeah, there's a, what it there's, is. This um, is a reminiscent of a few different thoughts I had. Like, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James, I kind of felt the same about Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. 
both yeah. being moved to SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, and God. the thing you were just saying about Enzo and Cass with Carmella, yeah. I kind of had the same thought about the club and AJ. Yeah, because um, even on, on SmackDown, so on SmackDown, you now have Charlotte is going to be the top heel, obviously. She's right. kind of replacing Alexa Bliss's role. I understand she's not as, you know. No, 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 yeah. But, um, <laughs> so you have Naomi, obviously babyface champion, Becky Lynch, babyface, Carmella heel, Natalia heel, although they could switch her whenever because they seem to do that. Yeah. Now Tamina, which by the way, I felt so bad for her last oh, night. Oh, man. Like, yeah, that, that was. That was not a good move in no. the writer's parts at all. So, I would have had like a tag Shane match. Shane having fun. Yeah. That's I would have, played. He even said that like on talking smack he was like oh yeah I was just uh, playing along with the audience you For, gotta take them through up and down yeah and making yeah, Tamina feel like a pile of yeah. garbage in the process um, I will say though real quick he did get me when he went to leave the ring I was like get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah. that was it that was yeah. it that's what you've been teasing all episode yeah. um, I did think even with Nakamura last week when he interrupted The Miz. Yeah. I feel like that was random because the show went on and I feel like that should have ended the show. Yeah. In this case, it just like ended. Like Charlotte came out. The and segment, then, like, yeah. I don't know. What's this new thing that they're doing? Like she just comes out and then like leaves. Like I get it. Now she's on SmackDown, but I think it would have been better to have like an impromptu tag match and then have Tamina come out afterwards and lay everyone out and say like, I'm here too. Like, yeah. Wishful booking. That's what yeah, I would have yeah, done yeah. with that. But anyway, my original thought of, of I'm theering off here, getting to the heel face dynamic. I guess, ratio dynamic. Yeah. I'm assuming with Lana, which I'm very excited for her to be a wrestler. She's actually been putting in work in the performance center. I don't yeah. know how good she is, but I do know that she does do this dancing thing, which I think it's odd they're doing that since Naomi's on the roster too. Yeah. Her entrance is literally her like dancing out to the ring. Huh. I did get like Rosa Mendez Fandango vibes from that vignette and from seeing her at the live shows. Um, but. I just hope they have a plan in place. That's the question, isn't it? Yeah. That's the big Um, question. I mean, I'm optimistic. Like, Charlotte, with how much success Charlotte has had, I do feel like the competition in SmackDown isn't as strong as what she's used to in Raw. Yeah. I mean, Nia Jax, Bayley, Sasha Banks... um, you know, maybe that was part of the thinking behind having her lose to Nia Oh, I agree, Raw. yeah. It's like that old school mentality, like when you leave like a territory you put over yeah. the person that you're uh, last competing against. But yeah, I, I just don't want Charlotte to just be like the most dominant force. You want the other women to, you know... Have a chance to shine. Yeah. yeah. Unless Charlotte runs down the entire women's division and then Asuka comes and dethrones her, and that's the story they tell. Down the road. Not like, Spoiler alert. Yeah, but... um. That, I am excited. Ah, uh, that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. How did you put it that way? That's definitely what's going to happen, I think. Yeah. Uh, Dean Ambrose is going to be turning heel. Mm-hmm. Raw took in, out of eight guys, they took in three heels and five faces. Yeah. I saw that and I just I immediately was like, well, yeah, Dean Ambrose is going to make it four and four in no time. We have to imagine Kalisto is going to go to the cruiserweight division. I'm assuming. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is he immediately in the cruiserweight division? Do you I think? I mean, I hope so. I mean, he should have been there to start with. Yeah. To be well, it made no sense. I mean, he was able to have. In hindsight, on I kind of like how they did it. I feel like this is another step for the cruiserweight division because you knew it was a matter of time where Kalisto yeah. is going to get merged. I just with don't it. know why Sankara they wasted on SmackDown. It's I not think... a big deal, but like, where else does he go on SmackDown? I mean, he jobs out jobs to heels that, yeah. that are on the rise. Yeah, I guess so. that's where he goes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if you're a Seen Cara fan. <laughs> no, I just feel like I would love to hear the logic behind that. Yeah, I honestly, I <laughs> doubt, know, I like, doubt there's like a huge explanation. <laughs> just, yeah. It was probably as simple as Kalisto's going to Raw. Yeah, and I think out of the two of them, it makes more sense for Kalisto to be in the cruiserweight division. Oh than yeah, Cara. if there's a choice, yeah, definitely. What else do we have here? I guess we could talk about uh, bringing in Wyatt. We could talk about the whole championship scene there. I think that's yeah, bizarre. It is. First of all, having the WWE Championship defended at Payback. I mean, I get why they're doing it, but I think there should have been an agreement. Like, 
if Wyatt brings this title to Raw, then Brock has to come to SmackDown. That's one way to do it. But they didn't say that. Because right now we're thinking there's no way SmackDown's not going to have a top champion, which means there's no way Wyatt's going to win. Yeah. And he was certainly indicating that he's going to be bringing that title to Raw during that promo because he has to. Because what are you going to, you know, after I lose my title match, I'll be firmly on Raw. But to the viewers, it's like, well, obviously that's not going to happen because why the hell would SmackDown not have, unless they're really putting everything in the United States Championship, which I was surprised the spotlight it got this past week. Could that be an indicator? Because part of me (sighs) thinks... With Brock Lesnar as Universal Champion, we're, I mean, we're certainly not going to be seeing it as much as we did when Kevin Owens had it. That's but a good point. Could they be using him as a, as a yeah, it's a good point. Could a Universal title just be bigger than everyone except when Brock decides to show up and the world title be on Raw, and then the top title on SmackDown would be the U.S. title? With the name of the I mean, Universal, they're not going to do that, with I, the, hopefully. With the name of the Universal title, I kind of wish that that title was inter-promotional because technically they could get away with it based yeah. upon the name of it. And that Have would kind of show the color that, of it. yeah, people from Raw or SmackDown can fight for it. But your idea actually isn't crazy because maybe they really could be thinking that if Wyatt brings the main title to Raw, there's a top champion on Raw every week, every pay-per-view, live events, etc. And Brock holds like a title that's more special yeah both brands can fight for it i wouldn't hate that to be honest yeah um, if um, like smackdown decided we're gonna have a chance to name our number one contender and then another month raw gets to and that's how you kind of get away with that champion not being around as much because yeah. both brands would be fighting for it it's not ideal but i think it's something they could have discussed yeah it's interesting because yeah Talking about the two titles, with the WWE title, they said, all right, well, Bray Wyatt's coming to Raw. He might be bringing that title. But for the U.S. title, they said, all right, it's going to be Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho. Naturally, we're going to have to have a mid-card title on SmackDown. So whoever wins that title match at Payback going forward will be the U.S. champion on SmackDown. Right. Um, That's just two completely different ways to do that. And in both, in each case, they spoil the outcome of the match at Payback. Yeah. With Orton and Wyatt, they could have said whoever wins stays on SmackDown, the loser goes to Raw, but then you can't tease Wyatt and Balor like you did. Mm-hmm. Um, and with you know Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, it's the same thing. They had Kevin Owens show up on SmackDown, so they've already said Kevin Owens is on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Well, whoever wins the title, by the way, it's going to be Kevin Owens because here he is. That's why I think some input from the general managers during this process would have been good because, like, yeah, we could have said. Shed some light on some um, stuff. Like I said it before, just say that we negotiated since Raw wanted Bray Wyatt. SmackDown will need to have a top title as well. And then Brock would have to go to SmackDown, which, I mean, people wouldn't think that could happen. Yeah. But, I mean, it wouldn't be crazy if it happened. I mean, he doesn't show up a lot anyway. So yeah. what's the, what happens if he shows up on just a different day he has to come to work. Yeah, what could the difference be to him? Like, It's actually a different day he has to not come to work. Yeah, right. And also, SmackDown is where Brock you know, started back in the day. I feel like they could yeah. you know, add that little they could tie that in element to it. Uh, but I don't hate the idea of the... I never did. I, I never hated the idea of the Universal Championship being an interpromotional title. I think that yeah. it would be interesting. I think that it would make sense for the title not to be defended all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just weird how they just are having this House of Horrors match at Payback. What's the House of Horrors match going to be? Let's talk about that for a second. um, Because I I thought, I don't want to, really, I can't, I thought your idea was fun, like a match with projectors, basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's what it's, I really can't think of what, unless it's it's going to be be the Ambrose Asylum and just, you know, with different themed objects hanging from the cage. You don't think it'll be taped ahead of time, do you, by any chance? 
kind of like the compound thing they did with the New Day and Wyatt. You think that's a possibility? Uh, I don't know, because they seem to be advertising it for the show. Like, Well, I mean, I guess you'd be there watching it. I mean, not live live, but I guess on a screen, maybe. Yeah. If you told me right. I'm going to see Orton versus Wyatt in a title match, and then you play it on, on the screen, Or maybe you play, upsetting. like, the first 10 minutes, and, like, the rest of it ends in the ring or okay. something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the stipulation... I don't know how... Do you think they have set at this point what the match is like when they announce the match they know what it's going to be yeah i almost wish they used his trade to raw as a way to like move on from that entire feud yeah like, and then he just wouldn't get a rematch yeah because then it wouldn't be in his control if he's on raw now i would have just had bray Wyatt want to be in contention for the new title and forget about randy orton so, so then that you would go solved. into would you go into bray Wyatt and brock lesnar no, I would just have him say that he at least wants the title. Okay. Even if he doesn't get it right away. Okay. At least it kind of shows that he's thinking about it, and it also rids us of this disgusting, terrible feud that is outlasted that is God-given existence. Orton versus Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a shame, because I love both of them, but they just... The WrestleMania yeah, match they, made me hate them. How do they do that? Like, the... Ugh. How do you fuck that feud up so badly? Not to mention, I watched WrestleMania again yesterday. Um, yeah. That match, like, the perfect finish could have been Randy Orton setting up for the RKO... And Wyatt's like laying on the ground. The maggots come. He gets distracted. Give him the sister Abigail win. Yeah. He would have protected Orton too. Yeah. Oh my God. So annoying. Such it's a just, it's just right a now. shame to throw that concept to do it in the garbage. Times, which really? I feel like you you do by introducing it in a match that Wyatt's going to lose anyway. It just it makes yeah, no it was, sense. Uh, oh God. Bad. And they really must see his character as bulletproof because the things that we're expected to overlook are uh, piling up. I guess I think because he pinned John Cena and AJ Styles in the same night and then pinned John Cena two nights after that, he's just untouchable. Set, set for his career, but I could promise you that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, spooky. He's got powers. Let's put these powers to some um, use in an effective way for once. We actually covered yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, only one thing I'd like to talk about is Seth Rollins. I thought that his promo on Raw was good. I thought that um, I think he's really coming into his own as a babyface. Yeah. And I liked how they talked about that storyline still. They kept it in our minds, kind of yeah. possibly foreshadowing that down the road, maybe he'd have to like fight for his place on Raw or something along those lines. The fact that Kurt Angle's on his side, um, I do have a fear that when Stephanie and Triple H come back eventually that they're going to feud with Angle, and that may lead to a match between Angle and Triple H, which I'd rather Kurt Angle fight like a newer Seth Rollins. They kind of teased it on Raw when Rollins said, I'm not leaving without a fight, and then Angle's music hit. And for a second, Rollins' Uh, face said like, oh, am I going to fight Kurt Angle right now? Yeah, but I also think that was made because Kurt Angle's like one of the biggest baby pieces right now, and I think him giving Seth Rollins that, you know, I want you here, helps put Seth Rollins over further. Yeah. I think that was the function of that. But um, him and Samoa Joe are going to continue, obviously, yeah. feuding, which is good. The winner of that match is going to be hard to predict because yeah. Seth Rollins, I guess you could say, could afford a loss after WrestleMania. Um, I think Joe's going to have to win it, personally. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would book like, like a count-out kind of thing. Like He gives the coquina clutch to Rollins on the outside, and then... Yeah. So we still beat some, but like you could say... That and he, then is that the end of the feud, though, with a count-out? I mean, Extreme Rules, I'm sure maybe there'll be a definitive ending. You could have Rollins win the feud, ultimately... But maybe have Joe at least Joe get, get a bunch of victories in the meantime. Something like that, yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, how amazing was Braun Strowman's dismantling of Roman Reigns? 
Oh, that was good. That was, that was good. Absolutely. There was almost a hint of comedy to it, too, how he just kept coming Oh, back. my God. Yeah, but I was popping at home. Like, there was a smile on my face from ear to ear. You could hear the crowd in the arena popping every time he came yeah. on. I mean, I thought the segment was done very well. Um, For me. I think they could have shot the whole throwing the stretcher thing off better because it was clear that there was no one on it. Yeah, well, it was. I think it was a dummy on it. Yeah. Like a Roman Reigns dummy. Yeah. Which many people would argue is what he is to begin with. But. Yeah. I just wouldn't have had the stretcher be in plain sight after it was... I would have just had to drop down and no one to see it. Yeah. And then you see Roman. If he was on I mean, it's obvious he wasn't on it. But if he was on it, like, get a better shot. Yeah, it just, if he was it just, on it, I don't think he'd be conscious he wasn't after on that it. either. No. Like, <laughs> that was another thing. Like, what? Why are you... I didn't but, like during the interview when he, like... I don't know. It just kind of made me hate him even more. Yeah. Which I didn't think was possible. Yeah, yeah week, really. You're like, this is my yard now. And now it's like, oh, you know, it was, I don't know. Just, it bothered me. Yeah. How he was talking about, like, what it meant to him yeah. and, and all this like, shit. No, I don't think that's the case. No, really. it was about your yard. It was about you. And if that was you... the case, you would have, like, shook his hand after the match. Yeah, you're really, you're stuck on that, that he didn't shake shake his hand. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, if, if you're going to say that you're that, like, at least, you know, show it. Show not it. Not, like, show don't hands tell. up when pyro's happening and yeah. you just put down everyone's favorite wrestler, like, ever. Yeah. Um, show don't tell, Roman. So that's that. That's the first rule of show business. Um, Shinsuke and Dolph Ziggler, that was a pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Um, I think that'll be his first feud, which will be yeah. good. Um, then again, this time last week, we were saying the same thing about Miz, but... Yeah, well, I mean, now I think we know Dolph Ziggler is staying, so that's yeah. probably the definite match that's going to be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Should we talk about AJ and Kevin Owens? AJ has now won contendership for the U.S. title. I'd say he's like 80% a babyface now at this point. Oh, I I um, think 100%. I yeah. Mean, the way... um, which I don't hate because it's organic, but at the same time, I mean, you did go from like throwing, you know... Someone's head through a car window to like. I mean, I get you. Have but you, sh- you now. since shook hands with the with Shane. Yeah, so. I just I don't know. I just think that was pretty violent. Yeah, no, I, I mean, but it was unca- it was uncharacteristically violent. Um, That's why I'm more okay with it. It wasn't. Yeah. It's not that like now he's being something that he wasn't six weeks ago. It's that six weeks ago he was doing something that he would never ordinarily ever do otherwise. Do you have Kevin Owens beat AJ Styles and retain the title? Or do you have AJ Styles win the title? Ugh, and if so, are you really going to take AJ Styles out of the main title picture? That's a, a pretty big... That was a swerve last night. Yeah. I knew he was going to win the match. I mean, unless Baron Corbin pinned Sami Zayn, they could have protected him. But I just had a feeling he was going to win. And it's an incredible match. I'm very excited for it. Yeah. Um, putting AJ Styles in the U.S. title picture, I mean, it's great for the U.S. title, but I mean... SmackDown yeah. has a decent roster, but that's pretty ballsy. Yeah. Taking him out of the world title picture. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I... Because you could have Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, Dolph um, going for the U.S. title. and Tai. Tai. And you could have Shinsuke, um, Mojo Raleigh. I mean, I hate him, but at least I, I have a feeling that they're going to do something do? Yeah. with him. Yeah. Uh, and why not? You know, whatever. For the U.S. title, to be clear. US, oh, God, yeah. yeah. Um, even Ginger Mahal. You Rusev. Yeah. Uh, Don't hinder gender. Actually, there's a lot of there's a lot of it's some gender equality up. Rusev, gender, Ty, Dolph, um, even Sin uh, Sin Cara. Yeah, I mean, why AJ? You know? Yeah, I mean, no. I just don't. I don't know. I, I hope he doesn't win. I love AJ, but I don't want him to win the U.S. title. Yeah. Um, for that reason, just because it yeah. seems like a demotion. And I, Un- it's hard to disagree with unless you. Unless they're gonna they want to go for the Grand Slam title thing, and it's a short reign. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe they do like Randy Orton and Baron Corbin to give Randy Orton a few title wins. 
Maybe they will do that. I don't know. I was both happy and perplexed by the, the yeah. United States championship. Was an awesome picture. match though. That triple threat oh, on SmackDown yeah. was. I'd want to see killer. Sami Zayn and AJ Styles. Yeah, Sami Zayn and AJ Styles is definitely a match that I would love to see yeah. more of. Probably not too soon though. With AJ turning face, I can't see Sami turning heel. No, anytime soon. But then again, when Sami and Shinsuke first had their match, that was, was NXT uh, though. Yeah, but it was still face versus face. I still think the main like roster can build is something they more often do in NXT versus WWE. I agree, but I think they could do it if they oh, wanted yeah. to. Oh, yeah. Not that they shouldn't. I, I, they should. Yeah. In WWE, they should do it more. It should yeah. be first and foremost about competition yeah. in the fictional world of WWE. But, yeah, I guess that about does it, unless you have anything else to no, say. No, I'm good. I've uh, talked more than I should have. No. <laughs> please. I think this was good to have an open conversation, survey the landscape, Bounce some quick thoughts off each other coming right out of the shake-up. We're both a little shook, understandably. <laughs> but, of course, we'll touch base next week. Wish we'll book some more WWE programming. That's not going to happen in the future. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Follow us on Twitter. I am at RealHugeActor. And I am at Dr. Moorcraft. And uh, don't forget to subscribe if you like us. Rate, review if you've got something good to say. I think that'll do it. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Later.